This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. I'm Jessica Aidy. And I'm Maddie Nixon. And this episode contains some swearing. Some questionable cookery. Um, and there are some visual references available on our Instagram, which is at Australianorama. So check those out and enjoy. Bon appetit. <laughs> Bone apple teeth. <laughs> As they say. Let's Woo! go. Holy dooly. Holy dooly indeed. Holy dooly. Holy dooly, holy dooly. Holy moly. Thank you. Let us go. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) My topic this week is the Australian Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake book. Excellent. Bloody stoked. Already hungry. Thank you so much. Great. Me too. Was not prepared. The Australian Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake book was released. In 1980, obviously is a cookbook from the Australian Women's Weekly. Um, one day I will go do a full episode about the Women's Weekly because it could talk, talk about it for days. But in 1980, the Australian Women's Weekly was owned by the Packers and Kerry Packer was at the top at the time and it was under the banner of the Australian Consolidated Press. Um, mm-hmm. And the book was like it was in development for two years in the late 70s but the higher-ups aka Mr Packer didn't think it would sell well and it has sold more than half a million copies in Australia alone and is available in other countries. I didn't know that you could get it elsewhere. Mm, well it's pop- in New Zealand quite popular I think it's been released in the UK. You could definitely do You're more welcome. Of a Google. Globe. <laughs> Cakes for all. Okay, so if you have a copy of the book, especially if you bought it recently, if you open it up, there's a letter from the editor of that and her name is Pamela Clark. And so Mm. I've had a bit of a Google on um, Pamela Um, and she's been associated with the Women's Weekly since 1999. Before that, she had a job in local government and then joined the Test Kitchen in 1969 and is still working as the editorial director at large of Bauer Books from what I can see on her LinkedIn. It seems that is her current job. Oh my God. You did some proper like investigator snooping. And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. you Googled her and found her LinkedIn. Good I work. did. I absolutely did. I also looked her up on Pam. Wikipedia. Like Pam's kicking goals. She's still a career lady. Amazing. And also like in the 60s, as a married lady, there were some, often people still had to quit their jobs when they, when yeah. they got married. Yeah. Um, not Pam. Oh, and at the time, the like the Australian Women's Weekly Test Kitchen, which is where she was working, obviously, was called the Leela C. Howard Test Kitchen, sometimes the Leela or Layla Howard Test Kitchen, no middle initial. And from what I have found, like this name was used to refer to any number of women, and I can't figure out if she was a real woman or purely a pseudonym. What? So, yeah. So if anyone knows... Anyone listening? If anyone's if that's your grandma, listening and you know that your grandma was like the cake boss of the 60s and may have had a test kitchen named after her, 
please urgently call us on 040. But please send us a message. <laughs> it's australianarama at gmail.com. Yeah, so <laughs> Layla C. Howard, Test Kitchen. I did find, I found an obituary, not for Layla, um, but for a former head of the Test Kitchen whose name was Betty Dunleavy. And it oh. says that she seems really cool. I'm going to tell you a bit about Betty. We're going to go on a tangent. Says that an earlier cookbook, the Australian Women's Weekly Cookery in Colour, included a picture of Betty as Leela C. Howard. Like it was a picture of her, oh. but it's like this is a book by. So Leela could be Betty? No, I think Betty, it implied in her obituary that Betty was a bit salty about that. She wanted to be attributed oh. as herself for her work, but instead oh. they used her picture and attributed it to this potentially fictional lady. Oh, I love that. Okay. Mm. Good. It's like how I don't Cake. think Betty Crocker is Cake a real wars. person. Potentially mm. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Betty Dunleavy seems like a super interesting lady and we'll just bookmark her for further research. She was responsible for Home Ec being accept- accepted as a TAFE course in the early 60s and she'd kept mm-hmm. working after her marriage in 1944, which was super unusual for that time. And also she was, the president, she was the president of the Cheese Club of Australia. What? Sorry, the Cheese Club of Australia? Do we... I know- is that still a thing? I know nothing further about it. I thought we could research it later. <laughs> do they do they need a president now? I'm just I'm putting my hand up. Cheese prayers. Cheese prayers. An ABC interview with Pamela Clark said like she said she personally has her name on hundreds of books which are put together by teams of people, but they need to be attributed to someone. So that seems like that's pretty normal. Um, and obviously she has worked on all of mm. them, but she's not the only one. They just don't list everyone in the test kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. that's a thing, yeah. you know, because I'm an um, expert. I mean, same. That's why we're here. That's why I've got the pot. Mm. Um, yep. The cake book is attributed online to Pamela Clark and Marianne Blacker, but it doesn't say that in the physical book itself, like Marianne's name isn't there. But she does seem to be a real person, I think. Again, if Marianne Blacker is your grandma, please enlighten us send us an email. Like I found a website of a lady called Marianne Blacker that like she's a writer and she, but it's most like a travel blog but also says she's been an editor. She's travelled really extensively and seems cool so it could be her. I mean I hope yep. so because <laughs> <laughs> like okay just just to summarise there is a series of women some of which might be fictional some of which might have been shadily faced out of the crediting <laughs> of this book. But we definitely know that Pam is there and Betty mm-hmm. is a thing, maybe. And then there's the other mystery lady. So at this stage, Women's Weekly, I'm just saying, potentially needs to be an investigation around who the fuck is responsible for all of this. I'm just saying. But anyway. Mm, like who works Who works there? Who works? What's it about? I just, we, they're who all. Who are the women and why are they weekly? There are 106 cakes in the book, mm-hmm. which is a lot of cakes. Um, and Pamela, in an article I read, recalls like having heaps of meetings trying to come up with everything that kids might like. And she suggested the iconic swimming pool cake. And apparently mm-hmm. everyone looked at her like she was a crazy person. Are you familiar with this cake, Maddie? Um, I am, but I wonder if our listeners at home all know the multiple layers of the cake. It is one mm. of the two Women's Weekly cakes I've ever had. Well, I've, I've sent you a picture of that one, I believe. Um, if oh, you could... shall I do a description? So for everyone listening, yeah. Jess sent me some resources to refer to. Mm. Um, the first one is the swimming pool cake. What I can see is a round cake 
Um, there are those chocolate-covered stick things stuck to the side of it as if making a pool fence. There is a licorice apparatus, which looks like a pool ladder, heading into what I can only describe as a cesspool of jelly (laughs) on top of the cake. And it's green jelly, which I feel like is a bold choice. Like it's not the blue blue. It's like a green blue. And I'm like, Betty, did you chlorinate your pool? Because if this is your reference point, you need to check your pH level, I'm just saying. And in the jelly, there are tiny people. Are they baby dolls? Are they (laughs) tiny dolls floating? Yes. Because that's not a lolly that I'm aware of. No, that's definitely not edible. There are goddamn plastic babies in the jelly for a child's cake. I'm just saying that's probably not a great idea. As we delve further into the book, you will find lots of things on these cakes that are not (laughs) edible. Cake asterisks, but not all cake. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, Pamela made this cake, the swimming pool cake, just as like a test. It was a prototype. Of course. And then they dragged in the photographer. Pamela. Yes, Pamela is the... I mean, we don't we don't know enough about Betty. She could have a perfectly chlorinated pool, but Pamela, who exists, I'm gonna bet that she does. Mm, she seems the type. Um, but yeah, so this was like a trial cake that they dragged someone in to take photos of, um, and they're like, "Oh, that's all right," and it ended up in the book. They didn't redo it. They're just like, "This is this is fine." Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the the copy of the book that I have, which I purchased this year. Um, is the vintage edition, which is literally what they um, released in 1980. And then they've released it like every couple of years. It was only out of print for, I think, it was just, they re-released it officially in 2011 and it had been out of print for a couple of years then, but consistently. And they haven't changed the inside. Like it's, it's the same. You can still buy this book. 40 years later. Which brings me to, they've released a 40th anniversary edition. Oh. Which it's only a limited edition, which means it's got a different oh. cover. And it's on, it seems to only have 50 recipes instead of 106. So I oh, assume exclusive. they've left out some of the, the Probo ones. Um, what, do you, what do you mean by that, we Jess? We'll yes. get to. Okay, mm, so. I'm excited for that. The the categories of cake available in this this edition and all editions except for the special one are storybook favorites sport mm-hmm. animals mm-hmm. numbers ice mm-hmm. cream cakes friendly folk then there's oh. the gendered cakes so there's boys and there's girls and there's uh, three yes. easy cakes cakes for everyone mm-hmm. and one centerpiece there's no choices for the centerpiece you can only make you can only make one. Apparently in the original edition there were four different recipes but they were all like Disney characters um, and they don't have the licence anymore so they were taken out. What they did not take out is any of the racist cakes, which we will also get to. mm, mm, Some would argue they don't have a licence for that either but, you Mm. know, that's debatable. Some some (laughs) could argue that. Okay, so in the first kind of section of the storybook favourites there's like Hickory Dickory Dock, the clock, and then there's Hickory Dickory Watch. So there are two different clocks with the word Hickory Dickory in the title. I mean, he is a banger. Mm. Hickory Dickory sells. I mean, Miss Muffet, which is like a small doll on the side of a cake with a big spider on it. Don't like that. No. Um, There's the old woman who lived in a shoe. 
It's just a shoe house. Also don't like um, and that. Actually, don't want to eat a shoe. There's a picture that I sent you of a gingerbread man. Could you describe this gentleman? Um, <laughs> um, proportionately, his limbs are more like nubbins <laughs> and his body is quite rotund and he looks stoned. Like why is his eyelids so droopy? Gingerbread That's also what man I've written down. Needs to have a chat with mum. <laughs> mum <laughs> needs to have a chat with Gingerbread Man. Be like, mate, I know He's you're not playing that. handball out the back. You're doing something else, and it's probably drugs. It's definitely drugs. Um, oh, it's limbs. Bless him. And then we move into sport. There's a bunch of cricket or cricket pitches. Well, there's a, there's a cricket pitch. There's a football field. They're all just like green desiccated coconut. So they're a bit of a cop out, but like still good. Um, yeah, aren't all the fields just the same thing but slightly different shapes? Yeah. Like, guys. They're good. Come on. Um, there's a cricket pitch and a cricket bat. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a couple of different balls. And then when you get into the animals, they're all pretty good and, like, they're pretty standard, like, they're fine. I'm not offended by any of the animals. There's a rubber ducky with which has, like, chips for a beak, like um, like crinkle-cut crisps and then, like, Look, popcorn on it. it so it's, go. like... I might have sent you a picture of that one too, actually. You did. You... you did. It looks mm. like it has a perm. Mm. Although I appreciate the salt and savory twist of the popcorn. I don't know that popcorn looks like feathers, to be honest. It's no, an interesting or that, or that ducks have like prominent, like a hairdo. Like, I don't... <laughs> speak for yourself, my duck. Uh... <laughs> uh... <sighs> Good. Um, there's a series of cross-eyed animals. All of oh. them are, yeah, like those, are like a lion and a tiger. They've all, they're all cross-eyed, which is good. It's good and fine. Um, <laughs> and like, there's a koala, which is good. Oh yeah, well, gonna, I know her intimately. I'll, I will come back to that because I will talk about my experience of making one of these cakes mm-hmm. once we've just mm-hmm. gone through all the options. Um, so spoilers, it's a koala. Okay, and there's ice cream cakes. Including a Dolly Varden. Do you know what a, a Dolly what? Varden is? Dolly Varden. I have no cake? clue. Absolute nah, no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Dolly Varden um, was a Charles Dickens character, and then it came to describe oh. a type of dress, very like busy patterns, usually floral, like an oh, overskirt, that gathered thing. up and draped over an underskirt, also referred to a hat, like a flat straw hat with flowers and ribbons. This looks nothing like the cake in the book. Oh. Nothing. Um, the cake is quite a like a almost like a cone of a cake, but it's rounded um, with a doll like jammed into it. So it's like the cake is the skirt oh. of the Did doll. Did you ever go to people's houses where they had the loo roll covers like that? <gasps> yes. Like the haunted, the absolutely haunted dolls that would sit there while you're oh. on the toilet? Like covering the toilet paper, I think it was maybe you think that old ladies at church did. Like I definitely associate it with the church. Is that and I, look? I'm not saying it's the worst crime that the church has committed, but it's pretty high up there <laughs> in my opinion. There should never be lace and dolls near a toilet. Like that's a germ. That's a germ catcher. That's not cool. Do you think that's global? Like, is that a thing in other countries or is that unique? International listeners, I know there's so many of you out there. If you could dial in <laughs> to 
<laughs> Send us an email. Um, we need to know. I mean, I'm, I'm I haunted not. now. For I... your sake, I hope it's not universal. Fortun- fortunately, I don't think I've seen one of those toilet dolls as an adult. <laughs> I don't think so. Either, thank God. Maybe we should do an episode on that. Mm. Just kidding. I have enough nightmares already. <laughs> Yeah, so you can purchase a, like a specially made doll pick for this purpose. Absolutely not. What, so it's like what do you a, mean? So it's half a doll with like a, a pick in it, like a little like a like a lawn spike, I guess, but like a plastic one that goes in the cake. Okay, hang on. I need to I need the the anatomy of this to be stepped through. The top half is the doll. Doll, human person. Bottom mm-hmm. half, stabbing like pick. A, Mm. Like like a larger <laughs> version of those strange like corn on the cob holders. Oh no, I don't know. No. So those no. those are available for purchase. As in in today, still. Potentially. Oh. There'll be a niche item now. But the instructions I hope so. the instructions say like if you don't have one of those, it literally is just like cut up a doll. They don't say like jam the whole doll and it's like murder a Barbie or other small doll. Cut it in half. I whenever I saw these, I just thought there was a goddamn Barbie submerged. Like No. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> a murder. A murder why has are we occurred. Committing these crimes? <laughs> Dolly Varden has a lot to answer for. Uh, um, if you see a doll murder, call one eight hundred. Okay. Um, so the next section is called Friendly Folk, um, but most of them are in fact terrifying horrors. Um, after the, the duck, Maddie, if you could see Mm -hmm. the next image, if you could just have a look and then describe that to me. (laughs) Um, it's a clown. I think. It's described as a happy clown. Yeah, see, that's it's funny that it's described as that because I was about to say it's a clown, but even though clowns are already spooky, this one seems like they've really put an effort into making it spooky. It has pointy diamond eyes. Um, and is that like curled paper for hair? I think so. And like they're dead think? licorice eyes, you know? And that, yeah, oh, that's paper. And the mouth is. Two lollipops, but they've bent the lollipop sticks to make mm-hmm. it into a shape of a mouth. Why would you use lollipop sticks when you could just use another lolly that bends? It's horrifying. And it's another choking hazard. I'm just saying there's a lot of choking hazards. I'm quite surprised that they're allowed to still sell this book. And, like, that's the title image of that section too. That's um, really upsetting. So that's the happy clown. We'll pop these on the Instagram um for anyone to have a look at there's also another clown clarence clown less scary but still scary um there's a robot and then if you scroll over the next image maddie there's a sad jelly boy and a monster if you could describe them i quite like the monster yeah the sad jelly boys round red face with scary cream and freckles that's just a lot and the monster's quite good. I actually like the monster. He's quite dynamic. He's mm. got a personality. Good he eyebrows. He's a bit cute. And everything um. on the cake is indeed edible, which at this rate shouldn't be 
a bonus, like shouldn't be something that we're aiming for mm. apparently, but apparently we're aiming for it and therefore it gets extra points from me. Yeah, I rate it. Um, yeah, the sad jelly boy, it's literally like they've they've piped icing onto a jelly circle. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like the cake is just, it's just jelly. Like it's not well, it's strictly. Not, a cake. not strictly a cake, no. Um, <sighs> the next one I actually love. It's called a friendly ghost. And Maddie, if you could oh, describe what it you It is think. friendly. It's a friendly ghost. It's a ghost and its little arms are going up like cat paws, being like, whoa. And then it's got a jaunty smile and big old eyes and it looks like it's covered in meringue. Again, everything looks edible. Wait, hang on. I'll take <laughs> it back. But eyes, see, this is this is quite clever. They've done something quite clever. Like I said, it's covered in meringue. So what they've done for the whites of the eyes, if you really take a moment to look, is they've used eggshell. Half of an eggshell makes a circular eye. So that's good. That's great. Um, um, what are they doing? Well, according to Pamela, was she was struggling okay to come up. okay in 1980? Were we okay? I mean, Bjorka Peterson, so probably not. Mm. I worry, you know. Oh. Looking at this book, I do worry. <laughs> But according to Pamela, she was struggling to, like, make the eyes work. Like, she wasn't happy with just whatever the Jaffas are, I guess, because they've got red eyes too. And she's like, well, I've had to make all this meringue icing. I'm putting the eggshells in the bin. May as well just use them. If Um, someone ever handed me a cake and there was half an eggshell on it and they were like, happy birthday, I would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) I would be offended. Oh, the 80s. Um, we weren't okay. And, again, this oh. book is still available. Yeah, and then there's, a, there's like, a good witch, which is actually pretty cute and quite detailed. So it's quite clear that, like, different people have made them because they're, they're really different. Yeah, there's definitely alpha and beta cakes. And some that were made later in the day, I would imagine. Mm. So the next section is boys, cakes for boys. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to I'll breeze through a couple of these. So there's a rocket, there's a pirate, there's a sports car, there's a racing car, and then a wigwam. Red alert. This is Cowboys and Indians. And I really hope the figurines in the picture are no longer available. Um, so you've sent you've got me a this one. Of, yeah. And I think I need to delete this photo off my phone afterwards. Um, Look, some would say it's deeply problematic and others would say it's quite racist. (laughs) It's for everyone at home. Um, It is what, and I I don't know if this is even the correct terminology, it is what we would describe it as, uh, TP. It actually um, is in the shape of a wigwam because I looked it up. Like a wigwam is more of a rounded tent because oh, okay. they've used the same Great. tent that they'd use for a Dolly Varden. So that it may be Thank the one redeeming feature the is that they've named the correct type of tent. Well, that's good. It's a shame that they did it in the first place, but at least they called it the right thing. It's a wigwam with um, fairy floss smoke coming out of the top. The attention to detail is quite good and it's surrounded by figurines. It's, it's, a it's surrounded classic, by like... figurines that is problematic. There's, there are they're like American a racist, people a racist being killed caricature. by cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's pretty bad. And again, this is available to purchase in 2020. That's good. Uh, so in the copy so that you got a few months mm-hmm. ago, this exists. Yep. yep, it's still you can still get it. You get it at Dimmicks, um, the vintage edition. Again, I'm pretty sure it's not in the 40th anniversary, but it, that is like a limited edition. They're not going to stop selling this one. Well, hmm. aren't we lucky? Yikes! It's all. That's what this section should be. Yikes. Um, and then there's a helicopter there's a jet plane there's a tugboat and a tip truck and a quote from Pamela like her advice for the tip truck cake is to glue those pages together and never look back end quote oh the tip truck is notoriously difficult to make she hates it Pamela hates it she's on the record having said that yeah that's a direct quote glue those pages together and never look back well at least she's Mm. honest too many skewers. And she also said that they had phone calls to complain about the sexism even in the 80s. Oh, God. That's bad mm. then. Yeah. Because there was a phone line to the test kitchens, like, for cake advice, which was very popular, but also some people complained. <laughs> but also yeah, people, people just called like, to be like, on the record, this is not cool. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to the girls. Yeah. Which I it's, can see where this a, is going. It's a thing. Um. So the first one is a castle, which actually looks sick, to be honest. It's like there's ice yeah. cream cone turret. Amazing. Looks great. But again, it's I'll not, not it. a gendered, not a gendered building, a castle. And I, I beg I beg to differ. <laughs> this one's actually quite phallic. Anyway. Uh... So there's a sewing machine. Is the next one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a a sewing basket. And I mean, mm. how dare you? To match the how machine. Dare you? Okay, and so this ones it's they've really absolutely gone ham on the decorations that are not edible. They include mm. actual scissors. What? Mm-hmm. Thread, a measuring tape. It's like they've literally chucked a full sewing kit. Like there's a thimble on the cake. Like why not? Okay, so to clarify, mm-hmm. this is a cake base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And someone's gone, here are my toiletries and sewing materials and dumped it on and gone, a sewing basket. Mm-hmm. Girls will love oh, yeah, it. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't swallow the scissors without chewing, Marie. <laughs> like, that's not a oh. fucking cake. That's, that's mm. just a pile of things on a cake. It's a cake and other things. If anyone's ever made the sewing basket um, cake, I mean, let us know. <laughs> Call 1-800. <laughs> and just sewing explain why. <laughs> and... <laughs> Just Why and also, again. are you still okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so then there's a sweets, yeah. sweets shop, which is cute. Like, Fine. I mean, but boys like lollies too. Or, you hey. know, non-binary people like lollies. <laughs> um, and there's a stove, which is the next one, mm-hmm, which is, mm-hmm. again, rude. Um, and you need a whole bunch of problem. like, or t- I mean, I personally <laughs> don't have like a whole bunch of toy cooking utensils which you can't eat but kids would want to like they look like food this is murder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and the next one there's like ballerinas on a stage which is quite cute again you can't eat the ballerinas um watch and then the next one (laughs) actually well they're quite small it's hard to tell the scale like i don't know how large the cake is um, oh. The next one is a dressing table, and it calls for toy vanity items. Vanity in quotation marks. So it's like like mini like mirrors and hair rollers and again, it's not a fucking cake. Like 
that's just mm. that's okay because other things. Yeah, with Barbie toys on it. Um, I mean, there if are you ever put there. a hairbrush in a cake, present it to me. <laughs> I will. I will unfriend you. Uh, that's cooked. I've heard Merry Christmas. But a hairbrush on a cake is not allowed. And I mean, with the exception of the ice cream cakes, all of these cakes are cooked. But some of these cakes are absolutely cooked. But a bean, <gasps> good one. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, so the ballerinas and the dressing table are both like literally covered in fabric curtains, oh, like because the what? the ballerinas, it's like they've, there's two cakes. It's like there's the stage and then like the like the curtains, like the backstage, which are two cakes, and it's got a curtain on it. And then the dressing table has like, is it called like a valance? Like those things that might go around a bed. It's like a little curtain. I so no one can see know. the legs just, on the table. I don't. Okay, picture a skirt. These a skirt like, I, know, a I know what you mean. I don't know what it's called. How would I know? <laughs> These are not my skills. I don't know. Um, do you, I well, don't know, but to, oh. Now, to make the to make the dressing table cake, it actually requires sewing. Like you have well, to sew the little. Well, if you've got the sewing, if you've got the sewing <laughs> machine cake and the sewing basket cake, you're set up because it's got literal fucking tools on them. Mm. Yeah, you have to sew this. So you're cake. fine. You just have to make them in the right order, and then you're ready to go. You should not have to sew a cake. But that's just me. Um, do you make the oven cake before you – but this thing is, do you make the oven cake before you make the other cakes, but then you have to have an oven to make the oven cake? So this is like a chicken egg situation and I'm very confused. Think too hard about it now, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit rude, isn't it? My brain hurts. All right, um, so there are – there's actually quite a few more – there's quite a few more cakes for girls than there are – cakes for boys um the next one there is a maypole a basket of flowers a cake of kisses which is just an extremely neat meringue tower which is impressive if you can achieve it there's a cake of hearts right. which is shaped like a Fine. heart Fine. there's another another dolly varden this one's not an ice cream cake great um there's a tea party again lots of toys mm. There's a dancing girl, which is an elaborately piped Dolly Varden, but if you like a normal take, cake tin, so it's like flat and then piped. Um, and then there's someone called Mary Jane, which I've sent you a picture of, Maddie. Oh, if you I don't could know have if a I look. I want to meet Mary Jane. She'll be just after the racist cake in those that list yeah. of photos. I can see her. There's could a you lot describe happening. her to me? She's wearing a patchwork dress and a patchwork hat and she's got black hair and a ribbon around her neck. But the really interesting bolt, <laughs> the bolt, <laughs> I can't even say this, it's too spooky, the bold choice that they have made is <laughs> what I can only assume is slightly pink, a muted pink dyed desiccated coconut crust around her limbs so her skin rather than just you know the classic trustworthy icing is a mortifying spiky <laughs> like dried hair time um and you you're Mary correct Jane in identifying needs moisturizer she really does. You're correct in identifying that it's coconut, but it's not desiccated. It's shredded. 
Oh, my apologies. So shall that's we re-record like, you know... it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's thicker than desiccated coconut. That's what it asks for in the recipe. And um, just to clarify, like mm. this isn't me going, oh my god, she has hairy arms and that's gross. It's not that. That's mm. fine. This is something you need to everyone listening at home. Have a look and you'll know. <laughs> and she's got these frightening red eyes as well. I think she's meant to be well, a rag doll. Yeah, I, they should have just gone with Raggedy Ann. I don't. Mm, I anyway. just. I'm going to look away from Mary Jane. Yeah, I need this which to is stop. Fine. Um, all right, so there's one more, one more in the girls section. There's a baby in a basket, which is literally like a baby doll, like wrapped in a blanket with a pillow. And like those are just fabric and a doll. And then in like sitting in a cake that's been iced. And then it's got like lace around the edge. And again, just, just lace. Again, it's, that's not, that's just a cake mm. and many other things. Yeah. And then you've got like icing in like lace. And I mean, I guess you just chucked in the bin. Yeah, but I don't want to eat icing that's touched lace either. <laughs> lace is no. not a sterile thing. I don't feel good about it. Um, so moving on from the gendered cakes, we have three easy cakes. That's the whole section, whole section for three cakes. Um, and so these are just this round is my cakes. Section. Round cakes, I mean, don't speak too soon. Um, it's round cakes with plastic toys <laughs> dumped on the top of it. So, uh, naturally. <laughs> there's two that are fine. There's a zoo and there's a farmyard. Oh, yeah. And then cowboys and Indians. That's what the cake oh, yeah. is called. That's not me choosing yeah. to describe it as that. that I don't is the think name we need to unpack of the cake. that one. We it's know. just the second second racist cake. I guess yeah. it's interesting um, that, like, late 70s in, in Australia, obviously there was a big, like, American influence in terms of, like, films mm. and stuff, if th- that's, like, mm. a, a thing. Um, yeah, that's very important. Yeah. And then we move on to Cakes for Everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I just could be all the cakes in the book. But there's a piano, there's two different paint sets, there's a blackboard and a typewriter, a TV, a phone, a guitar, hopscotch. A rocking horse, a log cabin, a candle, which is extremely phallic and should not be there. You have sent me the candle. Yes. I'm worried that if I keep this on my phone, I might lose my job. Mm. And also there's a candle on the candle. It's For everyone at home, it's a penis. (laughs) It's just a penis. It is a white, like, veiny cock with a fucking candle in the top of it and I can't I don't want it and I need to delete it I can't have this Pamela what have you done um (laughs) Pamela who who have you done who is this (laughs) Pam Um... please (laughs) Pam no Pam why Oh, Pam. This is just like the voice of the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, my eyes. Ah, scissors. Ah. Oh. Is there a candle on the candle? Pam, All right, then there's, there's a jack in the box, which is fine, although not functional. Um, there's uh-huh. the choo-choo train, which is on the cover. It's pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. there's the... Horse corral, which is just like a horse and, I mean, a cowboy you've got left over from the racist cake. So oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, and then the centrepiece, 
which again, no options. There's just the one. It's like this is what you get. It's like it's a dragon head. So that bit's cake, and then like it's trailing like little like goodie bags, like lolly bags for all the kids. Oh, I like mm. that. It actually Let's is quite one cute. Of those. That's good, and it seems to have a bit of like a mustache, which I like. I don't know why. Mm. I mean, you know, dragons—they're old. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have a mustache when I'm old. Yeah, you probably have one now. <laughs> I was, I was just about to say, I mean, <laughs> not that far off now, baby. Uh, and if you're into mustaches, call 1 800. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, End it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all these cakes, like they call for like packet mix and icing mix. Like they recommend because, like, it's, you know, you're always going to get the same result. It's nice and firm. And having made one, that's a really good idea. They're difficult. And, like, who has the time? Because, like, I know we always had cakes for our birthday and there would have been a point in my young life where my parents had four kids under six and then you're making a yeah. cake. And it's like, when? Yeah. You have to make it the night yeah, before. Yeah, my parents so didn't make down. cakes. <laughs> they were like, nah. But our, our tradition was my nan always bought a cake from Woolworths so she would call you up Mm. like a week before your birthday and she would check what you want and then she would call up Woolworths and they'd do like the special this is when they used to do like you know they'd slap a Winnie the Pooh on and then they'd write your Mm. name on it that was because my parents were like one we're poor two we're time poor three your nan Mm. loves buying a cake so (laughs) I think that's that's why I went through my entire child hood life without having a homemade cake Mm. thanks well i mean there's definitely been a lot of like woolworth's chocolate mud cakes in my life oh yeah Mm. they're a classic but yeah so for for your birthday maddie um in the brief shining moment where i was in brisbane i did make in the the year of our lord 2020 um like the koala in the book like it's kind of like someone's heard of a koala but they haven't actually seen one like the ears Mm. are kind of high in the wrong spot it's a bit strange Mm. Um, it's like mint leaves and I mean there's no eucalypt lollies and that's fine um but yeah because I was like oh it's not that hard to make a cake I'll just find a recipe and I'll make one and it was not easy and it was difficult and like it didn't rise properly so it was quite a flat koala (laughs) And then, like, it took forever to then ice it the next day. And it's just like, how do people do this when they've also got children? They're not just like a 28-year-old with nothing else on. Honestly, it was such a treat. But when I did arrive and you were still finishing the cake, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) But it was beautiful. It turned out really well. But I could tell that it was an effort and a half because I walked through the front door and you were like don't come in the kitchen and I was like it's open plan where do I go so I just kind of like turned around and faced the other wall for the first 20 minutes of my birthday celebration yeah we could (laughs) definitely still look at each other so worth it Um, but I'll pop those pictures up as well I think but I've got another quote from Pamela and she says I think the success behind this book is the dagginess of the cakes and I think she's right. And she goes on to say, kids are daggy. Let's face it. And they like something that's approachable. <laughs> Sorry, just end it there. Kids are daggy. She's not wrong. Again, Pam's honest. And they like something that is approachable. Yeah. It's and true. Like, it's true. Like Racism are, is great. super approachable. 
Yeah, my other note um, was that this is a book for white people. Yeah. Like yeah. All, every every photo that includes a hand in it is a white hand. Any of the dolls that we've mentioned are white people except for the really racist ones. Um, there's a little tugboat tugboat that has a Union Jack flag on it and that just like they kind of are just, oh, we, we don't need to change it because people have the nostalgia about it. They just want this original edition and it's just like, oh, maybe, mm, maybe. Yeah, but at least, like, maybe the, that's not correct. Mm, the 40th anniversary edition has less recipes and the categories seem to have changed from what I've found because it's it's out of stock at the moment. You'd have to, but they are like, you can put it on back order. You can get the vintage edition easy. God, people um, are really fighting in for this cake book. They are. Well, apparently um, during COVID, sales have increased by around 30%. Uh, of course. But of in, the course. in the anniversary edition, I mean, I bought it. I I contributed to that number. You did. You did. I put it in like April, You're part May. of the problem. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I didn't remember any of the horrible cakes. <laughs> I only remember Maybe the Maybe those are the pages that your mum glued together. Maybe. Let's hope. But the categories are animals and creatures, playtime, numbers, fantasy, and for everyone in the limited 40th anniversary edition. Spooky. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I've got. See, the funny thing is, when we said we were gonna talk about the cake book, I was like, I'm real hungry. By the end of this, I'm no longer hungry. Because half of them were not things that I can eat. Not edible. And there was a lot of lace, which I'm just not. I'm not pro lace. But, hey, we had fun and we learned some things. Mm. And I think, like, the amount of <laughs> the amount of these cakes that I've had over my life, and I know we also had a, another cake book, which was Party Cakes for All Occasions, because I Googled, like, oh. cake book with clown cake on the front, blue background, and it came up, which was another Women's Weekly so we would have two that we could choose from, but oh, that's very special. Yeah, but they are. I mean, Pamela's right. Like there is a nostalgia about it because there, you know, there are generations of people that have had these cakes and just kind of never questioned it. And that would also be why the sales have gone up during COVID because this is a time where like people can't see their families, and that obviously the baking thing is a thing. But you add that level of like, I want to feel nice feelings in a time when I was sheltered. I'm going to eat mm. a pool cake. Give me that jelly. Yeah. I made jelly during COVID. Just saying. Oh, really? In case you were it's wondering. Nice. I made quite a few biscuits and I, yeah, some I made a lot of bread, but so did everyone. Cheese and time. Now we're just, oh, now I... we're just, <laughs> 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 no one, everyone, I'm sure you want to hear this. All right. This has been mm. good. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. Um, I think we need to wrap it up with, what is it? Kids are. Oh, kids are daggy. Let's face it. Kids. And they like something that's approachable. Amen. <laughs> Join us next Monday as we delve into the wonderful world of 2017 and the dual citizenship scandal. <gasps> spicy times. Very spicy. <laughs> it was 2017, right? Yeah. We'll find out next week. If you've been enjoying the podcast, um, you can pop onto Apple Podcasts and why not give us five stars or a review? It will help other people find the pod. My sources for this episode were the ABC, The Guardian, The Sydney Morning Herald, Broadsheet, Wikipedia, LinkedIn, and of course, my primary source, the Australian Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Book. 